What's the biggest obstacle to getting what we want? Limiting beliefs and expectations created by our past experiences. These limits create a subconscious attraction of what we don't want and block what we do want. But we can turn it all around with a powerful tapping tool called Faster EFT and leading edge law of attraction principles. In this podcast, life coach Mark Shahada explores both of these subjects with guests, as well as performs tapping demonstrations and sessions. Listen in and see for yourself how it all works. Welcome to the Tap It Out Podcast. And welcome back, everyone. It is time for Confidence Strategies 101. I'm Carmen Milagro. I am a CBD educator. I'm an entrepreneurist, amongst other things. Um, I'm also a confidence strategist, hence the title of the show. Uh, Typically, what I like to do on the show is to share with you ideas and resources, give you different perspectives from not just my viewpoints, but my guest viewpoints, um, you know, what are some of the latest topics that we're tackling, but it almost always, well, I try, everything is about positivity. That's what I want to share with you. That's what I'm hoping to bring to the world every week or mostly every week. I think sometimes we take a break. But the idea is that you have access to amazing new technologies or uh, self-empowerment tools or just different ideas, right? Um, I think this is how we grow and learn and thrive. And I'm trying to do that by, by bringing on different mentors and coaches and musicians and artists and designers who are all living their best life and are willing to come on and share their experiences and their insights and their perspectives to potentially, hopefully, inspire you to do the same. Tonight is no different. Um, We're going to get to know someone who I actually have already worked with a little bit and I've gotten to know him a little bit, but today we're going to really get to know who he is and what he does and why. Why does he do what he does? Those are some of the questions that I like to dig in and dive in with our guests. So um, as always, you know, feel free to ask any questions. If we don't get them, if we don't get to the questions during the live, we will certainly get to them on the thread, you know, the the comments and all that. Speaking of comments, we love it when you make comments, when you like and we and when you share our webisodes. I know tonight is the debate. That's one thing that you will not hear on this webisode. You will not have to deal with anything negative. So um, we know that if you're watching the debate, that's okay. That's why we have the the watch parties afterwards. So no problem. You can watch us on the replay. We're very excited. So um, without further ado, let me just tell you about who is going to be joining us in just a second when I press that button. Um, But before, as always, I do need to thank our sponsors. Our sponsor is Music City Hit Factory, and I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on in that project at the end of this webisode. So without further ado, our guest tonight is a certified life and law of attraction coach, plus he's a certified faster EFT practitioner. Now, you and I are both going to learn what that's all about in depth. His name is Mark Shihade. 
and I hope that I pronounced this right, because um, he said he'd walk off the show if I didn't. So we'll ask him when he comes on. But Mark has studied the art of self-empowerment and the law of attraction for over 35 years. So that's a lot of experience under that belt. And we're going to tap into some of his insights tonight. Um, he's helped clients with everything from finding the love of their lives, healing chronic physical pain, breaking out of debilitating shyness and social anxiety, getting rid of a lifetime of annoying allergies, healing and making peace with fat past family traumas, as well as going from habits of self-criticism, which we all do at some point, right? We all have those, but he's going to, he helps people go from those habits to empowering habits of loving self-talk and confident thoughts. So naturally, He's the perfect guest to have on Confidence Strategies. Every Everyone I'd like to bring on now, Mark Shihada. Did I pronounce your last name right? You know, I almost walked off. <laughs> Did I mess it up? I'm sorry. No, very good. But here's the thing. I thought we were going to debate. We're not going to debate today? No debates. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stay, Carmen. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that introduction. Thank you for, you know, spending your time. I know that I'm taking you away from from the TV debate that's happening right now. You know what, Carmen? I'm I'm really happy to be here with you. <laughs> and uh, I was looking forward to this for a while now, so. <laughs> good, good me and, too. You know, I don't know about that. You know, maybe we sh I should maybe it's good just to watch the highlights, right? I mean, sometimes yeah. I think so, and I'm sure we will get plenty of that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, Mark, if you don't mind, um, I I would love to just sort of get to know you first before we kind of dive into some of the questions that I have for you um, a little bit more. Again, I've worked with you, you know, sort of on the outskirts of uh, Live Thrive uh, Media with Rosalida Duvon. That's how we met, of course. And, you know, she's she's pretty incredible. And I know she has wonderful taste in her colleagues. So I'm happy to get to know you on that realm. <laughs> Shout out to Rosalidia. That's right. <laughs> so can you share with us, like, uh, you know, where did you grow up? Um, what was your childhood like? Whatever, you know, whatever you want to, whatever you deem that you want to share with us. Well, I'm born and raised in San Francisco. Hey, that's not too many of us. <laughs> right, right, you too? Me too. Wow. What area did you grow up in? Well, I was born in the Mission. Okay. And then uh, we actually moved from my last place. Well, when I was born, I was on 24th in Alabama. And then we moved around to, you know, Folsom. We lived on um, a bunch of other streets that I'm totally drawing a blank on right now. And then my parents bought a house when I was four in South City. So okay. I lived yeah. there for 35 years. Oh, wow. I live very close. I live in San Bruno now. Oh, okay. Perfect. So, yeah, yeah, I'm very familiar. That's right. I lived in San Carlos for a while and I also lived in Belmont, my wife and I. So, so a little bit about me. So, you know, when I was younger, I, I worried a lot and, yeah. even, you know, boy, I mean, it's kind of been my thing to worry in the past, like a worry, you know, my family worried a lot. And so, so when I was really young, I wanted to learn how to not worry and how to kind of take control of these thoughts in my head. Right. So I would just start reading books, you know, Anthony Robin and right. Anthony Robbins and Deepak Chopra. And, you know, I would study this, these books, self-help books 
on how yeah. to be positive and how to how to be more confident and how to manage those thoughts in our minds, you know. Right. That's kind of been my thing, um, something that I've been studying for so long. And then I discovered Abraham Hicks and the law of attraction from my aunt sent me a tape. Boy, I think like in the 84, 85, right. way back in the day. And um, I thought the information was amazing. So right. I just wanted to master the law of attraction. And I would try things. I would try to, you know, manifest things and things didn't work. And so I want to really know the nuance of how to make it work. And that's what I've done. So I, I received their bi-weekly or bi-monthly tape for over 30 years. And I would listen to every answer that they would give and listen to every question. And um, it's just been my life study to really learn the law of attraction. I mean, that's a, I mean, it, it, again, for me, when I read this and, you know, you've been studying this for 35 years back in that time frame, right? it wasn't, it seems to me that it wasn't so prevalent. It wasn't. The words of like self-empowerment and, right. you know, and self-love and the habits that we all have, we, at least culturally for me, certainly in my culture, you didn't talk about those things, yeah. much less study them and try to figure them out. So I, I kind of felt like when I was going through, you know, your your bio and reading and learning about you before you coming on the show, I thought you were you're like, you know, you were like a trailblazer <laughs> because that's a lot of knowledge under your belt. Yeah, you know, I loved it. And my mom was into it as well. Um, my mom was a social worker and she had the Anthony Robbins tapes. And so that's how, you know, so I don't know. I mean, my mom had the environment that I grew up in. And again, I just wanted to kind of, I've always been somebody who wanted to be empowered and have self-empowerment and how to figure figure out how to do it, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. That's that, but to have that at a young age, I think is also pretty incredible because we don't always, when we're young like that, we don't always have that wherewithal or, or the curiosity maybe is a better word too, is you don't always think about, well, you know, I'm, I'm in this angst, I'm in this moment, how do I you know, yeah. figure this out for myself? I think a lot of times we're taught that the answers are outside of ourselves Right. Which they may be, but I personally have found in my own experience that most of the answers, and I'm not saying that I don't get help or that I don't ask for help, but most of the answers are already within us and we already know. It's just tapping into it. Yeah, I so, I so agree with you. And, you know, even I think I was born with some of this because I remember, you know, going to church and I remember <clears throat> I would, I would buy into the stuff that made sense to me that resonated with me. And if it didn't, I'm not, I'm not into it. Like, so I'm not, you know, I didn't follow like dogmatic kinds of, you know, and even with studying the law of attraction and even now faster EFT learning that I don't, you know, I scrutinize things and, you know, and if it resonates with me, then I'm with it. Right. <laughs> you know, so I, I hear you. I right? do. Yeah. And I think that that's a really important quality to have within ourselves. Yeah. That ability to to analyze or 
just have that discernment because then I feel like we're, we're employing all that we were given our pragmatic approach, our brains, our heart, our soul, like it's all one thing in my mind that all of this is designed to, to extrapolate the things that really work for us. And what works for me may not work for, you know, Jane Smith, and may not work for for John Q. Public, but that's for me. That's part of the thing that we have to figure it out for ourselves. And so I love what you said there because, yeah, I'm not a very good follower just for the yeah. sake of following. Right. Yeah. It's easier sometimes, I think, when people yeah. are followers and they don't have to be accountable, and they can. It's much easier to blame. Um, right. But I'm not a very good follower. I like how you're thinking, Carmen. <laughs> we are so much on the same page here. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, what, um, if you don't mind, I'm going to start sort of going down the path of just, you know, getting to know you, of course, but also kind of tying things together with what we're trying to do on the show. Mm -hmm. um, while you were growing up and you were discovering, you know, you were studying all this, was it, was that the most important source of your, I, I, I can only, I suspect that while you were doing all of this and, you know, diving into, because you didn't want to be worrisome, you didn't want to spend your life worrying. Um, at one point there's someone or something that also is nurturing your self-confidence on this journey that you embarked on 35 years ago? <clears throat> um, let's see. So, you know, my parents were pretty hands-off, you know? Mm -hmm. And so my dad, he was busy working. It was almost, it was, it was like the typical, I make, you know, my, I, I'm in charge of the, the making the money and, and the, the mother nurtures and spends time with the kids. And my mom, was very um, encouraging, but I kind of felt like, like when I think about my childhood, I think about just going at it alone, a lot of it, and just kind of discovering. And 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 for me, that was great because freedom was a huge thing for me, like freedom. And I like to be able to discover things on my own. It would have been nice to get some guidance, more guidance from, from pops or whatever, but um but that's fine. So, yeah. So, so, um, as far as like having somebody like maybe a model or someone, a mentor, I don't think, can't think of anyone right now, maybe famous people like I can read, read about Gandhi and different. Right. Sure. Yeah. Different people, famous people. And, but, and like who I read, like Anthony Robbins, who I'd read his books and he, he influenced me and Deepak Chopra and, but yeah, I don't think I have, I can't think of, I, I'm sure there have been people once in a while, there'll be a teacher who made a good impact on me. It was really nice and saw something inside of me that, no, you know, saw something in me that, and that just feels so good. Right. If somebody sees something. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Well, and I think that, you know, it, there's a lot of, sometimes there, there is just yourself and that is what makes you, you. Right, And it's not, and again, it's not trying to blame anyone or being resentful. It just sometimes, at least for me, I'm very independent. I've always been very independent and free thinking. And I, I've always liked my freedom. You know, I've always been that, 
that when I was a kid, you could trust me because I wanted that freedom mm. that came with, okay, if I, you know, if you're, if I'm told I have to be back by 11, I was going to be back by 1055 because I wanted to continue to go out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I wanted that to grounded. Right. Like I was, for me, it just all made sense. Like if, if they're already trusting me, they should trust me so that I can continue to do what I want to do. So that's kind of how I feel. Like sometimes it is us. Like it's okay to say we were the ones that were our own nurturing little pool of information. That's right. And, you know, I mean, because of that, we, we, you know, if you learn how to do it for yourself, you just, you can get stronger that way. You get strong that way. Right. Right. And, but it doesn't work for everyone. No, mm -hmm. we all need help and we all need mentors and guided things like that. just want to just give a shout out to dr katarina rosakis thank you for watching and joining us hey, katarina. Um, <laughs> um one of the things that i was really curious mark when when i knew that you were going to be on the show is um you you mentioned that you used to worry a lot but were you aside from that let's just take that out of the equation were you a confident young person were you like pretty sure of yourself? Um, and and did, can you remember, can you recall a moment where you felt like, yeah, I got this, you know, yeah. like there's, there's certain uh, moments I think that we all might have in our lives where maybe you were expecting the worst or you didn't know what to expect. And then you realize, well, wait a minute, shoot, I just did this, especially when you're on your own a lot, you know? Right. Yeah, you know, it's it's a little bit. It's, I was mostly confident, you know, and I, I had a lot of friends, and I had a sense of humor, and I like to have fun. Um, but what I would do, but I had that other part of me where, you know, I'd go to a party, and then I'd go home, and then I would think, and ruminate in my mind, like, did I say the right thing? Maybe I shouldn't have said this. What did I? And I would kind of analyze and overthink in my mind. Sure. So I was, I wasn't. So I was confident, but then I would question sure. things and I was self-conscious. Uh, so okay. It's almost both, right? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. And I guess, you know, some things I was confident in, but like as far as public speaking, not confident. Really? I never would have thought that. Well, I've gotten better and I've worked at it. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten better. And, and thank you, Faster EFT and Robert Smith. And, um, and also the Chamber of Commerce, you know, San Mateo Chamber of Commerce and uh, Burlingame Chamber of Commerce. I, I learned, you know, you learn, you, you have these skills, you learn, but I've, I've worked at it, you know, and I'm still, I'm still like an introvert and I'm not someone who loves to be on stage and wants a lot of attention. You know, I, I was someone, I used to hide behind the camera and my, I used to have businesses where I would just, I didn't want to be seen and I was the produce I was a music producer for a while, not the artist. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was the guy with doing the music and let the artist go out. Right. But the more I worked on myself and you be the more confident someone gets, I think the more of an extrovert you can become. Right. right. And so it's I just, just recently I'm starting to enjoy talking in public. Right. And I had no nerves and I I I haven't been having any nerves and I used to. Well, there you go. I mean, it's always nice, right? When we can sort of see our own evolution as we're also working with other people and teaching other people. And it's just, 
like if you're not growing, you're not, I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, if I just, you're not growing, you're dying. But yeah, exactly. Not that quote, but yeah. <laughs> um, what's, what's the difference from your perspective? Cause I've had other life coaches and they do different things, but, and we'll dive into the, cause I'm really, really curious about the faster EFT. But before we get into that, what's, what's the difference between a life coach and a law of attraction attraction coach in in your own okay world, in your own perspective so life coach is so many it runs a gamut you know life coach can be like general thing and then you have specialties right you could be a relationship coach you can be a, a small business coach um work with people with finances and and you can be a weight loss coach, you know, and so that's life coach is just kind of a general thing. And I got a certification, just a general certification in life coaching. But and then and then so on top of that, law of attraction obviously specializes in law of attraction. And so what I do in my coaching is I combine it's mostly just faster EFT tapping because faster EFT tapping has at the base of it law of attraction. OK, so but my so my thing is combining so I think faster EFT tapping is the best tool to allow the law of attraction to work in our lives. Okay. And so the law of attraction tool. is like manifestation. Is there like oh, that kind yeah. of like interchangeable or? Well, law of attraction, my definition is we, we get what we think about, expect and believe. Okay. See, okay. that's kind of the same as mine. <laughs> Right. And, but then there's a whole, it like the way I, so I call it um, leading edge law of attraction principles. There's a whole way of living it. So when I say law of attraction, just it, it, it encompasses a lot of ideas. The big here, here's a big idea. I'll just throw out there right now. Okay. And this idea that when we want something, um, the idea of more of surrender and letting go and allowing instead of trying to make something happen. Right. <clears throat> and that's how you can really allow the law of attraction to work in your lives. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean you sit around and meditate all day or, you know, you don't do anything, but you, but you work from inspiration instead of motivation, you know, instead of the shoulds, I go, I should do this. And, and that's kind of just being centered in your, you know, connected with your inner self or the universe. And so it, it reminds me of what you were talking about before. Mm. just about being driven from a um oh i can't remember exactly what you said but i was relating to it but like like do you can you relate to that as far as working from inspiration instead of motivation and yeah oh yeah a hundred percent and and i think it was the conversation you and i've had um before jumping on the show is just okay. it's not that i don't believe that we all should make money i right. do believe that However, there are some things that I am inspired to do. And, and I, you know, I can only speak for myself. Yeah. Um, I'm inspired. I'm driven. I am sometimes obsessed with certain things that make absolutely no sense to anyone else. But it's because I feel this desire and I, and I have the notion and I just have this feeling. I don't know how else to describe it that I'm supposed to do this. I'm right. supposed to help someone in this way. I'm supposed to start this project. And then sometimes I I don't go on. I just 
you know, it's just a finite thing. And then others, it turns into this much bigger thing that I, it's not what I imagined initially. Right. And what you and I were talking about is that it doesn't mean that I don't take opportunities to monetize or to make it something that is profitable, but that's not how it started. It's right. the reason right. it started. So I think that's kind of what, at least how you, what you're saying and what you're describing, that's how I'm taking it in. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for people out there, some people say, you know, I don't know what my purpose is or, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know what to do on a daily basis. And what, what you and I are talking about, at least for me, guilt. like there's an art to living this way. And I've had to work at it. You know, I've had to work at not because I've been an entrepreneur for so many years. Right. And I used to grind and bring in money, you know, try to bring in money and work hard. And, you know, we're all we all are taught to to work hard and make things happen. Right. And this law of attraction approach, leading ed approach um, is, is counter to that. It's doing the opposite. And it's it feels counterintuitive. But this is the, the nuance. This is the, some of the key ways to really attract the kind of life that we want. So I, I just. I think this is why you're on the show, of course, but it makes so much sense to me. It resonates so strongly. Like I can really feel that we're so closely aligned because there are, I look at everything through my lens, which is an artist and artists create because it's like breathing, you know, for me. I can't speak for anyone else. It's like breathing. It's, it's, I can't, there's things that I'm going to do. There's things that I'm going to look at from that perspective. That is very different from the entrepreneurial hat that I wear, from the teaching hat that I wear, from the mentoring hat. Like it's so different, but that's the core. And that's kind of the why that you and I were talking about earlier as well is the why of the why of the why. Why are you doing what mm. you're doing? Why are you doing it now? Why are you doing it for the future? Why are you doing it from your past experience? For me, that is how I've been able to figure out who I am, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. And I never waver from that. There's, it doesn't mean that I don't change direction. It doesn't mm -hmm. mean that I don't do different things. Yeah. But I'm always that same person from which I do everything. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I like that. And, you know, and that reminded me to, to another concept that I'm, that I, you know, have learned for myself and I help my clients with is this idea. Cause some people don't know their why. Right. And some people don't know, um, some people haven't made that inspiration connection. So a lot of people are living from shoulds and I, I you know, I n need to put money on the table and, and need to pay the mortgage or, or the rent of or course. what whatnot. Right. Of course. So, but here's another, another concept is where you are it, right now is perfect. So a hundred percent self-acceptance, Right. even if you don't feel that way. Now, if you don't feel that way, that's the work. Right. Right. If you don't feel that way, the work isn't to try to get to a place where you want to go to. The work is to allow yourself to love yourself where you are and appreciate yourself exactly where you are. Oh, and, I love that so much. Right. And that's a skill, too. I mean, that's yes. that takes that can take work. And that's, it's, it's taken me a lot of work to 
do some of these, to live some of these concepts that I'm talking right. about. Of course. Yeah. And, but that's where your authenticity comes from. Mm -hmm. You know, that's where I think people resonate with you and connect to you because you are coming from that genuine, authentic place. I think one of the things that we also might have mentioned beforehand, but I wanted to come back to it is it's not just about the why, at least in my in my opinion, mm -hmm. but it's about the who. You've got to know who you are here, back then, and who you're going to be. You, but how do you do that if you don't do the work? Right. You know, how do you determine who you are, at least for me, how you determine, sorry, how you determine what you're doing is based on the why and who. Mm. Are you why? You know, all of that. That's what That's what I, I, like that. I try to dig deep with you know the my clients with people who ask me to mentor them you know with with i like to work with young people that's where i go with them yeah they're already questioning these things anyway right um, so now if we can just have those discussions with them i i feel like it really helps and you know some like talking about young people sometimes you're you're figuring that out like like when you're in your let's say early 20s you don't know who you are and you don't know your why yet. So your job, and, and this is, I tell the young people that I'm working with is to try shit out. Right? Exactly. Hard stuff and have fun with it. And it's okay if you don't know, right? It's okay that you don't know, but work towards that and just try stuff and know that I'm going to try this job. If it doesn't work out, I know I don't like this job, right? right. I'm going to try this, whatever. Right. So, it's our R and D you know, it's our research right. development phase, right. but it also applies to people our age. That's true. Yeah, exactly. It really does. Like, I, I feel like it's a great place when you go through these exercises when you're young, because then hopefully you're armored and tooled up for when you get to be, you know, 56. But mm -hmm. there are people, I know a lot of people my age and older who they don't know that they don't know who they are. Oh, right, right, yeah. And it's and it it's it's you just you know, you you hope that they're doing the work and but you also see just constant repetitive, you know, sort of patterns and patterns and yeah. you know if they ask for your help, that's usually when you you know, you should come forth. But a lot of times people don't ask for help because they think they know everything. And so you just kind of sit, at least I just sit back then when, when I get that, Yeah. You know, when someone says, I don't need a coach. When someone says, um, I don't need mentoring. I, you know, there is nothing that I can do or I'm going to, or I should try to do at that point. The only thing we can do is a hundred percent accept them where they are. Exactly. That's, right. that's our work is to yeah. like, you know, and that's that's also something I've had to work on. Because, you know, you learn these things. You're like, you want to help everyone. If you just did this, and if you just, and it's like, all right, Mark, let go of that. <laughs> people aren't not everyone's you, and people have their own journeys, and they're in different. Exactly. You know, so 100% self acceptance for where people are right. is and for yourself, and you're, uh, definitely yourself. Yeah. All right, so now let's dive into this is the area where I'm most curious about right now is what is faster EFT? Ooh, but I got to go. Um, <laughs> maybe next time. No. And um, how long do we have? 
I'm here. I'm going to give you the solo here. I'm going to give you the whole, I'm going to let you do your thing. <laughs> faster EFT. So faster EFT. So it, it is a healing modality. It is a tool. It's a self-empowerment tool. And it's based off of the idea that our current problems are a result of our past experiences and memories, right? So the patterns that we have in our life, maybe the ones that aren't working for us, we, we find that we keep doing the same thing. Maybe we keep eating the same foods and we can't consciously stop it. Or we keep attracting the same kind of, you know, relationships. Um, or we just do these, th we're in these habits that, that we don't like and maybe they're not good for us, but we can't get out of it consciously. So the faster AFT idea is the way you get out of it is you find the source. You find the memories that contribute to your current problems. So, for example, let's say that a client comes to me and they says, Mark, I keep attracting the, the wrong kinds of dudes. Like they're just assholes. I att keep attracting assholes help me. I want to get married or whatnot, or I want to be in love. So what I do is I don't think about their current problem now yet. We don't start there. What we do is we start to find, find out about their past because in our past experiences, what happens, we record everything in our brain and then we act accordingly. So so, for example, let's say this person was 12 years old and a, a, nah, let's make her older. Let's say she's 16 years old and her boyfriend cheated on her and she felt humiliated and hurt and heartbroken. So what that happens is in your brain is you start to link boys with heartache, humiliation, and pain and and then what that does is you might have a boyfriend the next boyfriend you're going to be a little weary and it's going to be an automatic thing now you are automatically weary and you might even sabotage a relationship because here's what happens when you have like let's say a traumatic experience like that you're a coping mechanism kicks in and wants to protect you from that happening ever again so subconsciously, you're, you might sabotage getting into a relationship because you don't get hurt again. And, and you might be attracting the same kinds of dudes who do that to you, who, who aren't going to be loyal to you and might cheat on you. So what I will do is we'll find the memories that contribute. So we will go to that memory when she was 16 years old. And, and also, let's say another example, she watched her dad mistreat her mom so that is recorded in her brain these are this is how men treat women and if she just grew up that way that's her that's what she knows and so what happens is we create belief systems based off of what happens to us and we create worldviews and we create a value system with that within us based off the things that have happened to us in the past. So let's say her belief system is men can't be trusted. Men are going to cheat. You can't trust men. Men are going to cheat and lie. 
and and subconscious belief systems like men aren't just gonna men aren't going to treat women correctly so we will go to these memories and i will go to the memories where she watched her father mistreat her mom and i will go to that memory where she, the first time that her boyfriend cheated on her and what we'll do is we'll go and make peace with that and then and I'll, I'll go into the specifics of how it works but then we will make peace with it and then once we make peace with it we will rewrite it we will rewrite the memory now we're not rewriting what actually happened but we're rewriting how we're holding that inside of us and and we're we're rewriting how she's holding that inside of her which means what she saw what she heard what she experienced and what she felt and what she believed about it once you start to make peace with that and rewrite that because you are attracting from that experience if you've never changed it you still have this trauma and your brain will use that over and over again on you that's what the pattern that's how patterns are created so here's how it works so and also you can do this for yourself so faster EFT tapping was created by Robert Smith and Robert Smith combined different modalities and created his own faster EFT modality. So faster EFT is a part of a modality called EFT, which is EFT tapping. And I'll explain what that is. And NLP, which is neuro linguistic programming. That is a study of how we hold on to uh, images and and um, things that we hear and feelings inside of us and what to do about that NLP neuro-linguistic programming and he, he studied hypnosis because anytime you go into the past and you remember something you go into a trance and when you go into that trance your body reacts and you you behave from that trance so we're in trances all the time and we're are just we are just reacting from these trances. We're not in, we're not empowered. We're not in control. We're reacting from our programs. So he studied trance work and he studied the brain of how it all works, put this amazing system together. And this is what we would do. So let's say my client, I would have her go back and remember that time when her boyfriend broke up with her and remember the heartache and really feel it and feel the pain for the last time like go into remember how it was when you were crying and you were humiliated and you were alone and week after week turns into month after month and you just felt really bad and she would go into the trance of that and really feel it and then what we would do if i was with her i would if i had her permission i would tap on her and i would tap on her and i would have her repeat things so just for an example i would Tap between the eyebrows and say, let it go. And then side of the eye, let it go. Under the eye, it's safe to let it go. And the collarbone, happen into your collarbone, each side is fine. I'm letting it all go. And then I would grab her wrist, take a deep breath, blow it out, and say peace. So what this tapping is doing, among it, it is actually acupressure, which is acu acupuncture without the needles but what it's really doing it's breaking the trance so if she's in she's feeling really bad and she's in that heartbreak and then i start tapping on her and i say let it go she goes from the trance and in into her memory into the current time right now into her body and she's saying let it go 
what that does now here's the other concept the idea that I, I, am i do, am i taking long here no 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 not at all I, i'm fascinated because there's so much that's going on through my brain right now I, yeah and forgive me because i always tend to want to like drill it down yeah i feel like and maybe i'm wrong but it feels like you're you're not only reprogramming but it seems to me that it's also this ability to kind of take control of what was controlling you before. Yeah, it's absolutely. Yeah. I'm coming around. Yeah. Um, the, the idea that uh, there's an idea that neuroscientists know that neurons that are fired together are wired together. So the boy boys and heartbreak, the feeling and the heartbreak, those are hardwired in your brain when you have that trauma or those experiences. Now, when we tap, and it doesn't have to be tapping, it can be, I can have her go to a happy memory. You break that trance and then you add, you know, when you tap, you're relaxing your body. You add that relaxation into that memory and then it's up, update, your memory's updated. Another thing that neuroscientists understand is that memories, every time you visit a memory, it's updated. So it's so if you update if you visit a memory and you get really upset and angry, you add that anger to that memory and it becomes bigger, and it becomes and you have more emotion now more and that's how you, a negative spiral can happen. So then you think of something and it's just you can have a panic attack. So you're layering. So you're layering, you, you, yeah, because your neurons are hard, hardwired. So what we do is the opposite. We undo the hard wiring. We goes into the trauma of it and then we tap or we make a joke or we go to a happy memory right. and that joke and that humor or the tapping relaxation is updated into the memory and it's a little bit less. Okay. So I, so I'm almost done explaining the whole thing. Uh -huh. um, then I will say different things, not only let it go, but different things like he did the best he could. You're okay. Now things like that. Now, once we, what we do is we measure it and we say zero to 10, how much is it bothering you? She'll say it's a 10. And then when we tap, we'll do different rounds and we get it to where it's a zero to where she goes, well, I know it happened and I remember it, but I'm not angry anymore. I can't let it bother me. So then this is now, this is going to what you're saying now mm -hmm. at this point, it's neutral. We will say, well, now rewrite it to what you would have liked to happen because it's not real anyway. We're making it up. The only thing that's real is right now, you and I, Carmen, right now, this moment is real. When I go into my memories, it's it's perception anyway. It's how I record it and how everyone records things differently. So when I tap it down to a zero, we make space to be able to rewrite something that you would have liked to happen. Um, we, so instead of he broke up, he cheated and he broke up, they both decided to part ways as and and be amicable and peaceful. So and then you practice that new memory. So now she created a healthy relationship in her mind sure. instead of one where the guy cheated on her. Right. And she's practicing this healthy relationship. Now she's going to it because of the law of attraction. She's going to attract more healthy relationships. So that's the long way of talking about how this fast three of T works and you can tap on yourself and do it yourself. Got it. I, 
thank you for this explanation. I've never had such an in-depth explanation before. Yeah. Um, and what you were also saying about, you know, it, it seems like you're, you're besides the rewiring, um, is there, I, I, I mean, I think we've all been hurt. I think every one of us on the planet can relate to some sort of personal heartache for right. whatever reason. Um, what I found, I didn't, you know, I didn't do the tapping. I found other ways to get to this place, that zero neutral place. Mm -hmm. um, and the way that I figured it out for me in a very specific situation was, um, well, actually a couple of times was, and this was my question is, does forgiveness play a part in what you're doing? 100%. For both, for 100%. yourself and for the, you know, other. 100%. And that's some of the things that we say, like, it's it's safe for me to forgive him now. And when you're forgiving someone, you're doing it for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, ex absolutely forgive. It, it's actually making peace means everything. Forgiveness. Right. Um letting go of the anger, letting go of resentment, letting go of regret, just letting it all go. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love this. This is, oh, I got the chills. Um, okay. So this is really, really informative. And I think that people who are going to watch this down on the replays and the watch parties, I think this will really resonate with a lot of people. Yeah. But I also wanted to do, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because I know it's, it's evening time. It's family time. So please thank your wife for, for, uh, you know, just allowing this intrusion in your life. But I also wanted to do um, what I'm doing at the end of each segment is kind of just going through this quick round of questions. So we're completely like switching gears. This is just, you know, I, I've noticed you've got a great sense of humor. Some of your posts that you have on Facebook are hilarious. Thanks. <laughs> and I don't always share the same or people don't always share the same type of sense of humor as I do. So I found I found it very relatable and really fun to just kind of see some of your posts. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so this is what I'm calling like just this is no thinking about it, no analyzing. This is just what comes, you know, it's kind uh, of um, what's that show that the uh, actors do? Uh, well, it's this. Well, this is called free association. Like you just wrote. Yeah, just whatever it is. But okay. if, if it's something that you don't want to answer and it's not comfortable, or I've crossed the line, then you just say pass. <laughs> okay. I don't want. Again, there's no debating on this show. Oh, this like watch what happened live, like with Andy kind Cohen. Of. Okay. <laughs> I love All Andy right. Cohen. I don't get to see him much, but okay. <laughs> so, um, what's your favorite food? Steak. <laughs> But I don't eat it a lot, but I love steak and potatoes. Okay, there you go. Steak and potatoes, man. See, something I would have never known. Yeah. Um, if you had the opportunity to have lunch or dinner with a real-life hero, hmm. who would that be and why? Oh, okay, first thing that came up was Obama. Okay. Um, he's, just, he's just inspiring. He's cool. He's fun. He's smart. And, you know, or Jay-Z, too. Just <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I yeah. love that. This, this is just free. Yeah, exactly. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, use, no, share with us three words that other people use to describe you. 
that oh, you're aware of. Lord. <laughs> uh, silly, funny, asshole. No. Um, <laughs> I don't buy that for a minute. Not that last one. I have, I have my moments. Um, <laughs> All right, well, at least you admit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, silly, funny. To describe me? Yeah, other people. I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, two's good. Half the third one. <laughs> All right. How about um, what's your personal definition of success and have you achieved it? Oh, yes. Success to me is, you know, this confidence that we're talking about, but confidence in the idea that where I am now is fine. So how, how to make yourself happy in the present moment. That's success, happiness, success, fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And then the money comes with that. You know, the, the other thing comes with that and the lifestyle you want. And if you want a nice house and a nice car or whatnot, as long as, like you're saying, as long as that's not, that's, that's secondary. It's not the primary. Um, so success is fulfillment and happiness. And, you know, to, to sound corny, self-love, self-acceptance. Right. That's no, I, I love that. I mean, I, I know I, I'm, very pragmatic and I'm very practical. I know that there are a lot of people that will slam me for saying, you know, money's not the priority, but I'm only speaking from my perspective. Yeah. I can only speak from what I feel and what I believe. Right. You know, I'm not here to judge anyone else. If their number one priority is making the, you know, the almighty dollar and they're not hurting anyone, then more power to them. Well, you know, it's funny. It's funny. with it. The secret is if you if you're not if it's not about money first, the money will come and you probably will make more money than if you and enjoy it more than if you make it your number one priority, because then you might gain it and then lose it. And it's a, you know, or you gain it and yeah. you realize that didn't make me happy. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, and that's for me, we were talking about happiness. We were talking about forgiveness. And for me, my number one, really my number one definition is I love living a peaceful life. Oh, I like that. You know, I yeah. just, I go to bed. I go right to sleep. There is nothing right now. I've yeah. had other moments, you know, when I was caring for my mother that I couldn't sleep and I was filled with anxiety and tears and all of that, that, but I'm, I'm speaking about right now and what I strive for, for me, success is living a peaceful life. I love that bed with just, you know, I'm done with the day. My head hits the pillow. I mean, and I'm out. <laughs> Can I change my answer? To what you, can I feel yours? I like that. I love that. <laughs> I I thank you. I appreciate that. But that's that's for me that, you know, that's helping other people is a priority for me if I can, if they'll yeah. allow me, if they want me to. I had to learn that too. Like what yeah. you said earlier, I I really wanted to help everybody that I care about all the time. Right. And sometimes you get kicked in the teeth for doing that. Sometimes yeah. you're not appreciated. You get your feelings hurt, blah, blah, blah. I've gone through all of that. Right. Yeah. I had to learn, you know, sometimes you just got to watch them live their life and you might've been able to help them, but maybe you just, it's just not your job. If, they're, if they don't want it. Yeah. You're, and and, and they, they are where they are. Right. Yeah. Especially, oh, you, know. If they're, you know, if they're grown, 
ass people, you know, we're all responsible for our decisions and our choices. You know, when it's a young person, that's a little bit different. I think that is our responsibility as the adults in their life to try to help them as much as possible, help arm them with the tools and the options, like what we're doing here, having this discussion, you know, I think is important that there are very many different ways that are going to work for different people. To sometimes parents can lay off their kids and let, allow them to live too, and allow them figure s- stuff out. On their own too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I I've really enjoyed our time together. Thank you for spending your evening with me, Carmen. This is awesome. Thank you for having me on. Can I be on tomorrow? Or yeah, next sure. Week? Oh wait, right. I don't do a show tomorrow. <laughs> But, you know, I, I've got all these ideas and I've got all these other little projects. And now that I've gotten to know you better, I kind of thought that we would work together in some way or fashion besides the show and besides, you know, the little sort of, you know, intermittent um, uh, interactions that we've had. I, I just feel like we're so much in alignment. I love it. I love when that happens. So thank you. <laughs> I'm down. Thank you, Carmen. This has been great. Yeah. Thank you. And before yeah. you, before you go off to join your family, where can people connect with you? How do they get a hold of you? What's your social media? And of course, if you don't mind going to the group, our Facebook page is Confidence Strategies. And if you put all your information or any upcoming events or any webinars that you're doing, that's a free for all for all of our you know our viewers who are members that they can have access to you oh yes ma'am um you know the two best ways i mean i have my my website markshahada.com um but i love i have a podcast and it's all about the law of attraction and faster eft so you want to learn how to do it on your own if you want to learn more about it my podcast and it's just the tap it out podcast with mark shahada so if you go to any podcast and just uh any podcast um service and just type in tap it out or the tap it out podcast with mark shahada and then i have a facebook group and it's the same thing it's called tap it out so if you search facebook groups for tap it out you'll really learn um whatever you want to and it's a fun group it's a fun fun and yeah well thank you so much and thank you dr cat looks like dr cat stayed with us the whole show so we appreciate And we appreciate your questions. And, you know, again, Mark, you can you can put your information on our group page, Confidence Strategies 101. And that's how people can get a hold of you. And we'll share and do watch parties. I'm still not the greatest at all that, but I'm learning. I'm learning. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Okay, good. Well, thank you so much. And I really appreciate your time and uh, hope you'll come back. Carmen, thank you so much. You are awesome. I'm so happy to get to know you even more. And we are definitely on the same page. Yes, we are. Thank you so much. Have a great night, Mark. Thank Thank you. Thank you. You do the same. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye. And thank you, everyone. Thank you for, you know, staying with us week after week. I'm, again, trying to bring you some really wonderful, kind, compassionate, genuine guests and that we can all learn from them. Um, I I hope you continue to join us week after week. Uh, As always, I have to say thank you to our sponsor, Music uh, City Hit Factory. It's another project that I'm working on, and we're going to be launching an online community education 
education, music, and so much more. San Francisco will never be the same after we launch. So I'll keep you posted on all that. Um, you know, tune in next time. I'll see you. And in the meantime, I just wish, I just wish that we all are healthy and safe and that we continue to evolve and explore and thrive together. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time on Confidence Strategies 101. Bye-bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Tap It Out podcast with Mark Shahada. We hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next time.